friends, Shaheen and Wuba here from DGen Aussie Apes, bringing you another weekly sesh on all things crypto and NFTs. Let's go. It's the money. Wuba, Wuba, my man. Shaheen, what's happening, bro? Nothing much. Back in the studio again. Yes, yeah, that time of the week. I know. I'll tell you what, as we always say, <laughs> it's been a crazy, it's been a crazy week, week and in crypto land, lots of learning, lots of fun. Yeah, but you know what? This this week's given me a bit of hope because that's kind of what our topic's about this week, right? A hundred percent. You know, it's uh, pretty much why crypto isn't going to zero and a few examples of how crypto, NFTs, blockchain are actually changing people's lives. Well, I think after these last couple of weeks, particularly this week, we can safely say it's not going anywhere. Like I think we've 100%. proved we've proved to all the disbelievers this is the real deal. It's legit. This is the future. This is what's happening. A hundred percent. You know, especially now in times of real uncertainty in the world, mm-hmm. we touched on it last week. It's been a hard few years for everyone, but have faith because you know we're looking at the new internet. What happened with the internet? We're seeing again now we're seeing that all the demographics and all the statistics are showing the same thing so there's a lot to be excited about there is i'm picking up just the general vibes from people around me i'm picking up a lot of people are afraid shaheen and this is it's interesting to me because they're like i've stayed away from crypto and nfts i'm not touching it but i kind of like this period right now because you can follow money you can see where to go and you know we've been having a bit of fun with a couple of shit coins over the last two weeks so there's definitely money to be made now. I think a lot of seasoned people aren't that worried because they know how to follow the trends. Uh, to all the newbies out there, I would say this is the perfect time to sit back and watch and learn because this right now is the best tutoring session you're ever going to get. Like a hundred percent in real life experience. There's nothing like mm. it from our experience and watching this market. We felt the same at certain mm. periods. It's dead. It's not coming back, but things go up, they go down, they move sideways. You know, we're, like we said, you know, it's scary times. You're starting to see gold, mm. uh, prices of gold get quite up there because, you know, in times of war, we generally see that money start, it starts to move back into the sound money and the most sort of volatile markets, all markets get hit, but the most volatile ones like crypto get hit the hardest. So if you have that long-term vision, you know, it's a perfect time to be stacking up and filling those bags because you can view this as a fire sale at the moment. Oh, 100%. And I think the important thing that we always stress is if you're going to do this stuff, remember it's trading like any other market. Go back, look at market trends, look at what you need to be doing in times like this because as, as Shaheen just said, man, gold is one of those things where in times of uncertainty, everyone goes back to either bricks and mortar, land, all that sort of stuff, or they go into gold. They go, gold is indexed that's why it's what currencies are indexed according to so it's going to go up it's the one thing it's not infinite in the world so you're going to see a lot of your natural resources are going up in price um, cost of construction goods food things like that these are all going up so really important just learn about economies of trade and scale go back do some reading because it does apply to this but this is very cool this topic Crypto is not going to zero and it's not going anywhere. I'm really excited for this one. So let's get into it. Yeah, let's dive in. Uh, for me, I remember what sort of sparked this road because it's been a few months that I've been toying with this whole idea mm. of is this going to zero, is it not? And it sort of sparked this little mind frame and journey built up from 
I was actually sitting having dinner one night with one of my uncles mm. who's a typical boomer and that's <laughs> fine. You know, he uh, trades stocks and he's been in the financial markets for a long time. And we had the chat about crypto and I wasn't coming from the aspect of money. I was coming from the aspect of how it's changing lives. And so the like the utility and the, the, the utility, implementation. the implementation, absolutely yeah. everything. And the first thing I touched on was play to earn. Yeah. Which is one of the biggest things I think that will bring mass adoption and it was Axie Infinity. Well, this, see, this is the crazy part because play to earn is still relatively new, right? I mean, the idea was floated and it was touched upon last year. There are a few good games that came out, but I think there's some crazy stuff coming, you know, mid to end of this year that's just going to, it's going to rock it. There's some really good stuff coming. Um, you know, we've got some AAA games coming mm. out. We've got a lot of the pixelated Minecraft style type of games. And there are people that are definitely doing it right in this market and a lot of people that are doing it wrong. Mm. I spent a lot of time on the Binance network doing play to earn, which was for, for a while was great. And then all of a sudden the volume sort of drops. And when I'm looking at the play to earn, the biggest one, like we we're just saying, was that Axie Infinity. Yeah. Now, a lot of people don't realize and haven't looked into that the whole story behind Axie where you'd buy three characters, you needed the three Axie NFTs to play the game, and you'd battle these other NFTs, but they started scholarship programs from that. Mm. So people that lived in the Philippines that couldn't afford an Axie would have a scholarship with someone. So let's say, for example, I purchased the three, I would rent those out in a sense to that person in the Philippines. They would grind the game. I would say take 20% of the daily income, mm. And at a stage, they were making $40 a day when the daily wage was $10. So the daily income for that country was only $10 US. And now you're making $40 a day pulling people out of poverty. Now, we might not understand this to a certain extent. You know, for example, we're from Australia and, you know, we have a high cost of living. Mm. We um, don't really understand that that $40 is actually life-changing for someone. Oh, it's huge. It's it's amazing. I mean, you know, we thank God we are blessed in where we are. And uh, probably in, in developed countries, you don't notice this impact a lot, but most certainly in a lot of third world countries, this is where uh, crypto really is changing a lot of things here, a lot of things. I mean, this whole, like you're talking about, that Axie Infinity, for the investor, you invest in Axie Infinity, you invest in the NFT, for the grinder, the, the people in these poor countries who are doing this, they're getting this opportunity by using your NFTs. They're essentially leasing them from you. Mm. And at the same time, they're building up the value of your NFT anyway because you unlock all these in-game purchases by leveling up. And, and it's just insane. And one product can have so many different outcomes. It's, yeah, it's incredible. It's funny you start to question yourself because, you know, 20 years, me and Wuba, to give you an example, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, I think we were sort of at the birth of all this gaming. We had mm. the Super Nintendos, the Nintendo 64, then went into yeah. the PlayStation. We saw the evolution of gaming. And there was always an issue when you did play games that you never really owned the assets that you'd win. Yeah. And you question yourself later on in life when you sort of look and you say you have children and things like that. When they do want to play a game in the future, why would you ever let them play a game that isn't paying them in a currency? Yeah. Uh, it starts to question even more when that currency could tip the daily income of your fiat job. A hundred percent. Guys, you got to remember stuff like this. It's We all laughed at 
FaZe Clan, perfect example, playing, uh, you know, Modern Warfare and all that yep. sort of stuff. And these guys are playing big tournaments. This is huge in a lot of countries all over the world. They have these huge tournaments. These guys play, and some of these kids, man, they're, they're 17, 18. They're, they're already multi-millionaires, multis. Mm. Um, you know, World of Warcraft, you'd level up your characters and you'd sell them for ridiculous amounts on, on eBay. We now have, instead of going to all these things, we now have in-house meta tournaments uh, you need the nft you need to be on the discord then you compete in these meta tournaments that are run throughout the year um, unlock your nft accessories so special limited edition nfts from doing play to earn uh, you can sell those separate without having to sell your main nft man i'm really excited for cyber kong's play uh, to collect play to collect because this yep. This is exactly... I was just thinking that. It, this is where it's all headed, right? So for those that don't know, Cyber Kongs came out with Play to Collect. You need a Baby Kong who basically runs the show. These are 10-day journeys or 10-day gameplays. You you need to complete certain tasks and you complete them. You can level up your Baby Kong. You can unlock certain NFT accessories. You buy all these in-game. Now, the cool thing about this is that Cyber Kongs are huge in their own right. So you can only imagine what these extra add-on NFTs are going to be worth. You can only imagine how much a spec'd up baby is, is the floor price on that could be, you know, double or triple the standard floor price. So we're talking about baby Kongs are, are what, 7.5, 9, 7.9, something like that right now. You could yep. see a spec'd up baby Kong at you know, 10, 12, or even 15 ETH. And the crazy part is these are 10-day tournaments and they're running them regularly. And what's really cool is they've set aside Banana, which is their token. They've created a pool that is just for these tournaments run. So it's kind of like this self-sustaining organism that's just growing and growing and growing. And we're only at the beginning. I mean, um, Kongs have it been waiting for started. this. It hasn't even started. Kongs have been waiting for this forever. Like I think what's really mind-blowing to me is that whole evolution and how quickly this evolution have ta has taken from for example with cyber kongs being a pfp which is a profile mm. picture a 2d pixelated profile picture coming into its own economic ecosystem mm. coupling with 3d voxels buying land in the game now we're able to play our voxels yeah the evolution is quick and it is absolutely amazing to see and considering that the norm in society don't even know that this exists. So we grew up in households that it was do well in school, go to uni, get a job, work yeah. for the man. And now we're sitting in 2022 really questioning even our daily schedules on how we live our lives. Like, is it necessary to go to work? I can now educate myself through YouTube. And a lot of the stuff that we've learned here is all self-education. Oh, Point 100%. out the course that we've taken to learn what we've learned. And being involved in this space, and like Wuber said, right now with the markets being the way it is, taking the time out to learn right now and just get that, I guess, the whole view of absolutely everything mm -hmm. that's going on in this market because play to earn, and even if you just find the game that you really like, it could be Gods Unchained. For example, um, I stumbled across Gods Unchained, I think it was in about May, and yeah. this is really cool because we just we talk a lot about Web3, Web2, which we'll touch on a little bit later. But to give you an example of Web3 land and play to earn, I started. I, I found this game which was like a card deck style. I think it's like, uh, oh, what's that game called? 
Yogigu. Yeah, yeah. Yogu. Yeah. Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh. 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 That's I'm not even going to cut that part out, you know. (laughs) So I had to buy some of the packs to start off with. And I think I spent about 700 US at the time. I remember the Minister of Finance in this group wasn't too pleased, (laughs) but I was, you know, FOMO, getting a few legendaries. It was really cool. Then I stumbled upon that they were going to do an airdrop. And generally with airdrops, you need to meet a criteria. So it was a bit of grinding in the game, bit of leveling up, X, Y, Z. But the airdrop came through and it's worth about two and a half thousand US. That's Web3. That was <laughs> something where, you know, if someone had grinded through that game, bought a few packs along the way, here's a little reward and a little thank you for playing that game. So it's very refreshing to see that from a money point of view that, you could be making money like that, which you know, you're looking in a fiat world, a standard raise at 3%. Mm. You're never out of broke because when inflation's flying through the roof at 7%, well, you're still 4% out. But for me, just spending a bit of time and grinding in a game and getting monetary rewards, it, it can be life-changing. That $300 in the week could be swapped out to pay for your groceries. Oh, yeah, and the thing that I really like about it now is we're starting to see rewards. So there's the financial reward that you just touched on, but you're going to hear a lot about Genesis NFTs or Genesis series. Now, what's really cool is if you're in this game from last year and you picked up some NFTs, they're starting to create their own branches. And if you hold a Genesis or an original NFT, you then get the free mints of the next series that gets released not only that, you're you're now talking about a lot of these these groups are giving you the private rights. So, for example, uh, Kongs, you have private rights. You can do whatever you want with your Kong, with your image. You can put it anywhere. You can do anything. That's huge. That's huge because when this becomes a lot more mainstream, I can put the picture of my Kong on whatever I want, wherever I want, doing whatever I want. I can tweak the image, change it. You own all the it. commercial rights. I own it outright. And you can't say that about anything else. Like, I mean, we even talk about cars. If you're owning a certain brand of a car, make no mistake, uh, you go putting weird shit on it. Uh, there's always that story. You remember Dead Mouse had his Ferrari, the 458? No, what's this? Oh, and he covered it in weird unicorn stuff and whatever and all these things. Um, Ferrari was like... Don't do that to our car. Really? <laughs> to our car, yeah. Wow. Because so they've got a brand. They've got a brand. Yeah. Whereas that Kong is my Kong. That's it. He's mine. It's absolutely amazing because I've started to see on Facebook, like, so we know the Bored Apes are the same. You own those intellectual rights and those commercial rights to the image of the Bored Ape. And I just saw the other day there's Bored Sauce. So someone's used his yeah. ape, he's made a sauce. <laughs> there's Bored Coffee. People are starting to get really creative with this mm. stuff. And and this is a key thing that a lot of people don't understand on value with these things is owning these rights, it really just comes down to your imagination. Mm. You could have designs made off it. You could create new traits. For example, the board, uh, the board Ape Ladies Collective, which was a, couple, a few apes that have been used in every month. They get 12 different artists. They create a different type of ape off that ape and then they get showcased and it's – and this is something we really want to talk about was the value for artists. I mean, just on the front of artists, this has changed everything for an artist. I think this is probably the biggest thing to happen for them since YouTube. Yeah, people yeah. don't realise yeah, how big this is. Yeah, this is a huge is. leap forward. And a perfect example is someone like Beeple. 
Yeah. Uh, I, I was listening to the Joe Rogan and Beeple podcast and he was saying, I think it was, a, he never had sold an art piece more anywhere between uh, $100 to $200. And he sold pieces at $69 million. He sold mm. pieces at $25 million. When you have smart contracts built in and even to the point where you could write in royalties. So traditionally an artist, and I remember reading stories about like Tupac and Huge Knight and Death Row and how Huge took all his yeah. money and all this stuff. Now, if we lived in today's land and Tupac dropped an album with his smart contracts, he could have a royalty every time that album sold ongoing mm -hmm. for the rest of his life, for his children, for his mothers, for whoever is in his family, that royalty could go to. They're owning the actual rights and you're seeing a lot of artists now coming into this movement, movement you know. A hundred percent. We were just talking about this before. Tory Lanez, he did it successfully. He dropped his whole album as an NFT and that sold out. It was a ridiculously short amount of time and that, that sold out. That was huge. So this is crazy because you're bringing more of the community, more people in general into this. Not only that, you're exposing more artists. So you are rapidly growing this whole sort of industry. And this is across the board. You, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they're going to find a way to work in, you know, TV shows. TV mm. shows, POAPs, we talk about POAPs all the time, which is a proof of attendance picture. So you protocol. get that uh, protocol. There you are, proof of attendance protocol. Um, you know, you watch a whole series and you might get that POAP and then that POAP will unlock something for you or you get an NFT or you can, you know, these people out there that call them huge fans and sit through everything. This is a, this is a way where they're actually going to be able to prove it and make no mistake as crazy as, as that sounds and, you know, 90% of you listening are probably like, that's not really appealing. Why do I care? You got to remember that 10% is still a big number. I mean, look at how big Friends was. Look how big Seinfeld was. Like, look at Game of Thrones. Mm. If they did a POAP for that and you got, you got to go meet, like the most diehard fans got to go meet all, all the actors and actresses in it. Stuff like that is huge. Then you get the NFT drops. I mean, artists, they're holding, what, virtual festivals now in the metaverse? Well, yeah, um, you've got Snoop Dogg that's going to be holding Snoop's concerts crazy. there. Steve Aoki holds a lot of sets yeah. in, the, uh, in the metaverse. I think what's really cool is, like, if you took an album, for example, and dropping it as an NFT and a smart contract, you could even have different tiers. Mm. And if you, had a, you bought the Diamond album, could unlock, like you said, the meet and greet, tickets backstage to a festival, passes. backstage parcel, yeah. uh, passes. And just to touch on, just be wary, guys, because we always want to remind you guys, just be careful of scams. There are a lot of scams that mm. come around saying, you know, if you buy this, I think there was a Reebok one recently that if mm -hmm. you bought it, it would unlock certain Reebok things and people lose a lot of money. Do your due diligence. This is why it's so important. And we say, like, follow all the news, follow the macro and what's going on. Don't just sort of stick yourself to one sector. Yes, you might be very good at that if it could be NFTs or it could be coins, but still keep mm. an eye on what's going on because you find that some of these NFTs also have coins behind them too. Recently in the main market, we've just seen Kevin. Kevin, we've seen uh, <laughs> Hollywood Inu. Hollywood Inu, um, yeah. The AIR token, I, I can't remember what Air. that stands for. AIR, yeah. uh, MRI. Now MRI. we're seeing tokens that like if we touch on MRI – Marshall Rogan in you is supporting UFC fighters and is potentially paying fighters more than what the UFC is paying. 
This is huge. So this is life changing. Yeah, UFC it's was on amazing uh, last weekend. Um, Maz Masvidal. Masvidal. Yeah, I can never say his name right. Um, I don't know if anyone out there noticed, but you have a look around. A lot of people were wearing the Marshall Rogan in shouting out to Marshall. Shouting Rogan out. Inu. Joe Rogan had his cheeky smile. He knew yep. about it. Dana White was a bit under the radar. He yep. doesn't want to give too much away. So this stuff is it, it's insane. So just be wary, like you said. There's a lot of stuff coming out. There's a lot of Ukraine coins coming out at the moment. I've there's seen a lot of stop Putin coins. There's a lot of uh, scam stuff out there. And and you were touching on this before, Shaheen. I just want to mention to everyone before we get sidetracked. Now, when Pepsi did their NFT drop, uh, remember we were talking about this. We got a Pepsi lot Mike's. of we got a lot of stuff in our hidden folder on OpenSea. The, yep. the airdrops. Um, don't open those guys. Every time something comes out, there's going to be five scams associated with it. So always, always do your own research and make sure. And that that hidden folder on OpenSea, don't open it. Don't touch it. Uh, they they rape your wallet. They take everything out. So yeah, be really careful. Like mm. these people are smart. It's it's you need to remember. And this is one thing I noticed. It's like when you read a book and you sort of quickly read and you make up words, right? Mm. Just. That's just your brain how it works. You're not taking the time to read something properly and you skip through. And I got a message the other day, uh, a like actually from uh, Doodles, right? And I see this like and he's following uh, it's Burnt Toast and all the guys of the team. Quickly check their page and uh, then I got a direct message from him saying that, <laughs> you know, we've added an extra 1,100 Doodles and are you interested? We'd like you to mint, blah, blah, blah. And I took a second. I thought, that's very interesting. Hey, why are you contacting me? <laughs> so I went on the page again and I looked at the followers and it was like 10,000 followers. Huh? 10,000 followers for Doodles doesn't sound it's right. Probably more. Looked at the name and it said Doodle. Yeah, it's and one it was missing thing. the S. Yeah. Everything else was the same. So there was a scam. So I replied back to him and I'm like, hey, friend, um, was it you that I was talking to about in the D's, D E E Z Discord? Because I was hoping to get a screenshot when he said, what's the D's Discord? I'll be like, these nuts. Yeah. I was hoping to get that screenshot, oh, but yeah, he never yeah. replied back. So be very, very careful because it's that one little letter <laughs> that could be changed <laughs> that can really either drain your wallet or just take your money for no reason. Yeah. Uh, scams are absolutely everywhere. But when you cut through all that and you find those projects that, like we said, that are completely life-changing. Um, I was actually reading... Uh, a thesis on the metaverse the other day. Mm. And I just wanted to touch on this briefly. I saw that. You put it up on Twitter. I put it up on Twitter it because was it was a fantastic read. And it was talking a lot about Web 2, Web 3, which I think a lot of people are very, very confused about. It is. It's still a confusing topic. So it's I'm, I'm glad you're bringing up this one because a lot of people ask about this. So this is a good chance for a rundown. Uh, I hope you guys are listening in for this one. Yeah, so I get asked the question about what is the difference between Web one, web two, web three. I sort of break it down with the analogy of creating an email address, having to, um, you know, if I made my Gmail address, I would put in all my details. And then web two comes along, I could connect via Facebook, for example, web three comes along and I'm using a digital wallet to connect, to sign uh, agreements, you know, governance and all this really true democracy as I sort of see it. But people do not realise how changing the metaverse that is coming. I mean, if you just look at sort of a fundamental, look at Facebook, for example, mm. spending so much money, changing their name to Meta. A lot of companies, Adidas, are seeing the potential of the metaverse, but 
I think this sort of sentence that I did read in the thesis really summed up uh, for me how life-changing it is. And it was really based on Web2. And what did Web2 and mobile really bring? Well, it brought how we interacted, where we interacted, when and why, how we use the internet. You know, we're sitting here looking at things like Skype. I could ring someone on the other side of the world immediately and have a real-time chat. But what did that change? What did flow on from that? Well, it changed the products, the services, and the companies which we all use. But that really in turn changed the business models and the politics moving forward. Oh, yeah. Work from home. Work from home. One huge thing that came out of that. Uh, You know, you're getting text messages on political things. You know, there's very easily to create a video and cut certain. I mean, we just saw it with Joe Rogan. And what he went through with saying, you know, certain words mm. when someone cut all that together, how bad that actually looks. So it's really changed a lot of things. But the metaverse has the potential to do exactly the same uh, through giving artists royalties, through someone owning digital land, being able to rent that land out. We're starting to see new mediums of income mm. come and it's truly trumping. Like you're starting to really see how ripped off in this fiat world we are actually getting when you work for fifty thousand dollars and you're paying you know 30 40 percent in tax what are you really left with and then there's a mortgage to pay out of that there's food to pay out of that i was i've been following uh an artist on twitter who's six years old and it's when i first started we followed each other back and the mother manages the page for this boy and uh, I've bit, I just sort of monitor it over time. I like his comments and things like that. So far, this six-year-old has traded about $70, 70 ETH worth of his drawings. He's got about 4,000 followers on Twitter. And this has been in the span of a year. Wow. Now, we said before that the average wage in America is about 16 ETH. Yeah. When ETH, I think, is sitting at about three and a half to $4,000. And this six-year-old has done 70 ETH. <laughs> It's amazing because that 4,000 followers can actually create something life-changing for you. And he will go on to, I think, in his life, be a fantastic artist and maybe those royalties will flow on, flow on. And it's not about selling each piece at an ETH. Some of his pieces are $30, $40. Yeah. It's very reasonable for someone to support you that way. You know, we've seen the evolution of... I remember when we used to sit back in the day in the 90s and you have the telethons on TV raising money and, you know, call, 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 and there were acts and all this type of stuff, to now we have GoFundMe pages, to now we have coins being created as charity coins to help the Ukrainian. We're sitting here at a forefront that when people are thinking of the metaverse, they're just very close-minded towards it because they just don't really understand it. But now we're seeing a major evolution coming across and we're going from that Web 1, which was very decentralized, to Web 2, where we are completely centralized, mm-hmm. to Web 3, that's bringing back that decentralization. And that's really, really exciting to see. I, I can't wait to see in the next five years with block cla- blockchain cloud technologies and all this, where we're actually going to be at. So Web 3 is going to provide us with that security that we're all afraid that we'll lose in this online world, right? So it's, it's going to, a lot of people who are scared about going online and worried about, you know, doxing but still being undoxed, um, that sort of stuff. Web3 Web is going to really clean really all scary. this up. Yeah, Web2, yeah. So Web3 will be the cleaner version of all this, the, the sort of happy land we all want to rest in rather than, you know, Web2 where it's kind of, 
you've seen everything that's gone on. Web 2 is a bit scary. It is a little it's bit It's scary because you, your eyes are starting yeah. to be open to, oh, wow, I didn't realise that app was tracking my interaction over other apps and that's mm. why I'm getting such targeted, targeted ads. Targeted ads. You know, Facebook started off really cool and then now Facebook to me is... I can see school friends that I haven't seen in 20, 30 years. We don't talk to each other, but we all see each other's photos and whatever. Um, To now it's just about ads all the time and very targeted videos. It's just like it's sort of become a YouTube. Or it's all political. It's 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 one of the two. You're not free to make up your own choices or your own ideas anymore because everything's already predetermined for you. So this is... This is where I'm really excited about this sort of stuff where you can... You can sort of see what's going on in the normal world, IRL we call yeah, we call it in real life. You start to see all this sort of stuff and then you're able to now formulate your own theories, your own ideas, follow your own paths, which is it's fantastic. I think this is another outlet. The one cool thing that I really like that really shows to me crypto's not going anywhere is the fact that now you have open trade, open goods being sold. You can use it for so many purchases. You start to see it. So really developed countries, uh, not so much because they're so entrenched in a fiat world and you've got these big banking corporations. They they like the status quo. But I really, really like, man, I see it all the time. Every time there's a drop in Bitcoin, uh, El Salvador is buying up big. It's, we were saying it's become their currency. Um, Portugal. No cryptocurrency tax because they know you're going to invest that money. It's going to flow back into the economy. So you see a lot of countries now starting to really embrace it. and Especially the South American the hell, countries. Because they see the potential. You're talking about a lot of South American countries now. They can see, okay, we lost out in the first round. We've got our chance now. Here's a golden ticket. And they're, they're really adopting it. And I think it's fantastic. Whereas, you know, um, Australia had some pushback to it. At the US, we're all waiting to see what's going to happen with that. Um, I think it's so much about control. Yeah, Canada tried to shut it down, UK, Jerogan. The Western governments really see what this is and mm. see that they will lose power. Yeah, it's a big threat to them, which means it's, it's a good huge for threat. us. We're exactly right. Yeah. Guys, we're so early. When we say we're early, it means we are early. And in the years to come, you will actually see how, like, I was having a think before and I thought, well, if... We're so against it. You're seeing um, parking meters in New York where you can pay with Ethereum. We're seeing uh, there was a gun shop here in Sydney that actually accepts Bitcoin. Oh, wow. So there's integration coming in people's lives. Square is going to be accepting PayPal, eBay. All these platforms are going to be accepting cryptocurrency. Very scary for a government when you sit back and if, for example, we hit a meme coin and made 10 ETH, well, I can just go immediately now and buy some shoes, buy some clothes because these platforms are now accepting uh, cryptocurrencies. It's decentralized. It's That was the whole point of Bitcoin was a peer-to-peer network. But can I ask you a question? And I'll, I'll be interested to know what our listeners think of this as well because this always, it always comes back up. So you remember the story about the guy who paid 10,000 Bitcoin for two pizzas? Yes, right? the original first transaction. So here's my thing, right? I know this This is how much I believe in crypto. I know that 
I am not going to pay any crypto for a parking spot. I'm going to use shitty fiat money because Take I my know, yeah. yeah, my 0.05 Ethereum today is going to be worth double or triple in three to six months. Why am I going to, I'm going to end up being one of those people in a meme that paid, you know, 30 grand to park in, in a city for half an hour. I'm going to be that guy in a couple of years. So yeah, I don't you, think you break I, it back down. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to be using my crypto for that stuff. I mean, it's cool. It's insane that you can do that. But I believe in it that much that I'm not letting it go. I'm stacking that ETH. And I always say it, stack that ETH. Stack ETH, really do that research in regards to that because mm-hmm. that is just a strategy that will be completely life-changing if you do go back and just look at it over the year, for example, you'll see the buying point last year and do those percentages. Don't look at the noise in the middle of, you know, well, this month it's down to two and a half and, mm. you know, don't listen to the price predictions as well. It's going to be 100,000. Look at the fundamentals and look at what they're doing. A big thing for us investing here at DJ and Aussie Apes is looking at technologies that are changing the world, yeah. that are looking at the problems right now and what are the hurdles and the solutions to get over that. That's a company that... I want to be with. Mm. But you're seeing, like we said, IRL guys in real life, you're seeing more and more cryptocurrency integration. You're seeing that I could head to events, and this is really cool, going to events and you know showing your your POAP or your NFT in the wallet Mm. and getting access to that event. It's crossing. There's a bridge that's being crossed right now, and it's yes, it's murky water for everyone because, you know, to a certain extent, how calcu- how calculated can you be? These imaginations of these creative people like, are coming into play now and are rewriting history. It really is um, that play-to-earn aspect that we're talking about, artists and royalties coming through. Mm. Where does it stop? You know, you're, it's endless with your imagination. And I think the, the other really cool thing about now is this, Um, If you've been doing your research, if you've been listening to our podcast, if you've been implementing all these fundamental basics, you're starting to see NFTs. This run right now has decimated a lot of NFTs. And I personally, I think it's good because it weeded out a lot of the shit projects. And I feel bad because there was a lot of ETH wasted. There was a lot of Ethereum that was invested in these shit NFTs. But The cool thing is if you followed what we were talking about and you were looking for your blue chip NFTs, you were looking for these trendsetters, the ones that that had all these crazy things that they were bringing to the market and, you know, they revolutionized play to earn or, you know, CyberKongs with their chats with you would go in and you would look at all the shitcoin runs and, and you'd know what was going on. The value in these has held tremendously through what's probably, I mean, arguably it's, it's, probably some of the shittest months we've seen in crypto for a while. A hundred percent. So if you were if you were listening, if you were doing your research, if you were implementing all these things, you were sweet. You're still making good profits through these last couple of months. I get a lot of people come up to me and say, oh, I've been out of NFTs. Uh, I haven't touched my portfolio for the last month. And I'm asking them, why? Like, oh, everything's down. And I would say, well, no, it's not. Follow where the money is going and, and you can look at certain things. And I'm, I'm still surprised. So many people out there, they don't know DEX tools, right? They don't know token sniffer. They don't know what a honeypot is. They don't know how to look for these things. And so many people are getting burnt. But if you listen to the podcast, if you do your research, if you're out there reading, like we said, you would know that there are still coins out there that are pumping some of these at 17,000% in a day. And Frank, 
Frank dropped today. Good old Frank. Saw that this morning. Got in, got out. Still, it's a good their, – their run finished today at a 3x or 4x potential. And remember, that's four times your investment in a market where everyone else is saying that they're losing on the daily. No, I'm sorry. If you know what to do and you know where you're looking, it's just understand the ebb and the flow. And that's what I love about crypto because the money isn't leaving. Smart money is still playing and it's just moving around. If you bought your blue chip NFTs and you held, right now you're in a good position. If you were selling all those other NFTs and you know you bought three of them and you sold two of them, you kept your one, you're in a good position now because you're buying, we laugh, we call it discount JPEG shopping. 100%. <laughs> this is where like I think a lot of people good. get stuck with that, especially coming new into NFTs because when the hype is there and a lot of money is flowing in, I think a lot of people think every project is something new, it's going to make it because they don't know the history of our market. And the guys, the history is really 12 months. It's yeah. Bored Apes, Cyber Kongs. It's learning that history because a lot of these projects just do not make it. They don't. So when you have a project and you've minted, for example, we always say take some profits along the way. If mm-hmm. you've times three or four, take some profits because the market will go up. And a good way to sort of gauge that is, like we've said before, that concert theory or the state of euphoria in the market. When bored apes, for example, go from 60 ETH to 100 ETH, you'll start seeing, you know, and you're getting solid buys every three minutes, there's a 100 ETH sale. Mm. And then people are starting to say, well, we deserve to be at 200 ETH. And that's okay to have that belief. And yes, you know, this could be a 200 ETH project when the time comes. But, you know, you could have taken a 40 ETH profit and bought pretty much your ape again back in at 60 ETH or 70 ETH mm. when that floor's back down there. Well, now it is back down there. Pretty much. It is. You know, and I saw a lot of, uh, you know, we say a lot of silly money comes through here because I saw a lot of uh, bought apes coming back for the resale. Like, so someone bought one about 150 ETH and then was moving it back at 70. They've lost tens and tens and tens of ETH because yeah. they've made, technically they've made a mistake. They fomo they bought in. Yes, it's going to go to 200. I'm going to make a big flip. And now they're desperate for funds again because they want to try to get into other projects. Now, when mm. you've got thousands of ETH stacked in the long term, it might not affect you. But when you're starting off small in this game, you want to consolidate ETH as much as you can. Yeah. You want to stack that because when these opportunities come like they do now, it is a perfect time to sweep some floors and ride them back up. 100%. There's a lot of discount buyers now. I mean, at one point, Bears Deluxe was under one ETH. I don't think I've seen that in a very long time. No. That's definitely worth scooping up, just for the fact you get into their Discord. And all these things, um, you know, these last two weeks have been pretty profitable for us, I would say, going through. We learned a lot. Uh, shitcoin season isn't here yet. But we're starting to see the making. We're seeing volume. Yeah. I mean, for us, over the last couple of weeks, our plays have mainly been memes and NFTs. Decent 2x, 3x, get in, get out. But we follow our principles. We stick to them. And we haven't been wrecked. But all this is coming from these discords with huge utility. And this is why we say when you buy your NFTs, look for utility. I mean, there were... What I think I had four or five calls in the last three, four days that were all great runs. And they were good hits. These came from shout out to Illiquid and shout out to CK, Cyberkongs, because they came from there. 
So we always say these good NFTs, these blue chip NFTs hold their value and they were worth the investment. Um, so make sure you guys are actually looking into this stuff. You know, I think it's a great place to start when mm. you're first starting to get into NFTs is getting into a membership group, being part of a community. You may not be able to afford certain people a CyberConks membership yet. Yep. Uh, don't think that it's not possible. I was following a girl on Twitter. I remember it was about... Oh, a few months ago, uh, she had a VX and she was just kept messaging, you know, and on our uh, on Twitter, you know, I can't wait to be able to buy a baby and I'm working really hard flipping NFTs trying to get a baby. And a few months later, she got a baby. Mm. And now she carries a fair bit of weight in our chats. Yeah. I see her come up a lot. She's finding coins and she's flipping and she's she's playing the market. No, it's... Um, uh, uh, oh, Art So Fly? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I'm I've had a few interactions. Um, so you can work your way up there, but there are other memberships that are, are cheaper. How do I sort of determine if it's one to buy? Like we bought NATO Pass. Uh, NATO we Pass minted that at 0. 0.15 ETH. Yeah. You know, I checked their Twitter. I actually went through and checked some of the calls they made on Twitter a few months ago and just sort of verified on the charts. I'm like, okay, you know, you can't hit them all. Yeah. But there's some good calls. And the thing I love the most about it is, you know, you could have a few thousand people collectively working as one brain for the better good. Yeah. You cannot sit there and watch every meme and verify, but when we have a group and someone has done that work and dropped it and we all sort of have a look and check it out and, you know, then it's up to you. I mean, mm. Uber jumped into Frank. I didn't jump into Frank, you know. Uber made a call on Women Dow and I jumped in. and I couldn't he, get in. Uniswap he, stuffed me. <laughs> he couldn't get in at the time and I made, a you know, a, about a 4X on that coin. It's... Getting in, getting out, it's sticking to that strategy mm. because coming into this space and how we're discussing today on why crypto is not going to zero and why it is so life-changing, it's a real inflam- oh, sorry, I can't even talk. It's a real information brain short circuit. Yeah. It will just take you and you'll get your cryptitis, cryptosis bug. <laughs> God, I can't talk today. Cryptosis bug and you won't stop. It is very overwhelming. Yeah. And, and just the community now is huge. Community ties into everything around crypto and everything. Crypto is community and it's, it's insane. It's just insane. This is why I think this is not going anywhere. This won't go anywhere. It's not disappearing. This is only the beginning. Big things to come. Well, just reading, you know, and we said it in the last uh, podcast, check out the Bitcoin white paper. It's about mm. 12 pages I guarantee you when you read it a couple of times and really understand it, you'll understand why this technology is amazing and, and things take time. Adoption takes time. Mm. The biggest thing is looking at the adoption curves between the internet and crypto and they're pretty much the same. So if mm. we just base ourselves off that history, you know that crypto will be shooting through the roof. I mean, and, and look, we don't we don't like to get involved in politics and things like that, but... Last thing before I wrap it up, let's use this whole Russia-Ukraine thing as an example. A lot of people in Russia would be in crypto, right? Uh, Ruble has dropped significantly. If you had crypto and you were then selling, you could actually go to US dollar. You wouldn't have to pull out in Ruble. You're not relying on your, on your wage in Ruble. Crypto will save a lot of people there. Quite literally, it will allow them to buy food and... That is huge because 
even though whatever's going on with the government, right, wrong, whatever your view is, there's no denying the fact that the ruble has collapsed, the Russian economy is on the verge of collapsing, Mm -hmm. Um, right or wrong, sanctions are doing that. You have innocent people being controlled by the government over there and controlled by governments from other countries. Crypto is allowing them to survive a, a basic necessity, a human right. And I think that is something that's huge. Um, that's a real-world application. Now, anyone out there can can agree, disagree with anything else we're saying, but you cannot deny that that crypto is saving some people over there. So that in itself, along with everything we've talked about, proves crypto really is here to stay. Um and if you guys don't understand some stuff, don't get overwhelmed by it. Sit on the sidelines, watch, reach out, ask some people, learn. This is the best time. I think right now is really good because you're if you're not 100% on your game, you're not investing. But it because you're not investing, you're not worried you're missing. And so you can actually just sit and watch stuff with a bit more clarity. Whereas if you're in it, if you're in that hype at the end of last year, You'd be FOMOing into everything and you're probably a bit wrecked right now. So this is a huge, huge opportunity here. Don't give up. Just keep learning. Keep It's really uncertain times, but these uncertain times will push the evolution of all our markets and mm. hopefully we will come out with a more shining light and people's lives will be changed by the... By, I think by the end of this, people's lives will definitely be changed. Mm. 100%. All right, guys, so there you have it. Uh, probably a very close topic to our hearts. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, as usual, if you see us online, reach out to us. If you've got any questions, just let us know. We're happy to talk more about what we do. You're here with the DGen Aussie Apes, Wuba, Shaheen, Luca P. You know where we're at. You'll see us online. Stay safe out there, crypto guys and girls, and enjoy.